0: Do you work a hard job, long hours, physically demanding? Do you put your body on the line to get the job done? Repetitive motion, contorting yourself perhaps? Well, did you know that the way that life and work puts a demand on our body, strains our body, puts tension on our body, it can actually affect our mental and emotional states? I want to talk today about exactly how that works. The feedback from the body to the mind and vice versa, from the mind to the body. I'll share with you a couple of examples from my life that maybe help get the awareness up in your own life. And most importantly, if this is the case, what can we do about it? So as I've mentioned before, that when I'm not doing the podcast, I work in video production, usually as a camera operator. So, you know, you've seen us running around with the big camera mounted on our shoulder, whether we're doing news or in my case, it's a lot of live sports. Uh, that camera can weigh 40, 50, 60 pounds. So, recently I had the opportunity to work a three day event here in town, and it was actually a monster truck show. So, uh, we did a setup day on Friday, we did two shows Saturday, and one show on Sunday. Again, all of that was spent running around in the dirt, chasing the host around, trying to get interviews with the drivers, and of course, avoiding getting run over by these gigantic monster trucks. All of which with that heavy, heavy camera on my shoulder. Monday morning when I woke up, you can imagine I felt pretty drained, pretty sore, pretty stiff. All of that, it's par for the course, right? If we if we work hard, we know we're going to suffer those consequences, but in a way, it does feel good. However, As the day persisted, as the day went on, I noticed there was a a bad mood developing in me. Didn't have the energy I wanted, didn't have the real drive or desire to maybe sit down and do a podcast or reach out to people or start planning my life, you know, have a vision for what I wanted to do with the day and the week. Just a bad mood, right? We all know what a bad mood feels like. But what I thought was so interesting about this bad mood was that there was no emotional component to it. Like there was nothing that had happened to me There was no, there was no reason for me to really feel bad. It wasn't like there was any sadness or anger or or anything to trigger this bad mood. It was simply just, I didn't have the energy. I didn't feel good. I wasn't mustering up that happy-go-lucky attitude that I usually can. And so I kind of followed my nose on this. I thought, well, I am stiff. I am sore. And you know, a lot of the time when we, if we work a hard job or we've, we've had an excruciating (laughs) workout, The day before, or or just the demands of life, right? Picking up your kid a hundred times a day if you're so lucky. And I think sometimes the conventional wisdom there is to just, well, I gotta rest. I gotta take the day off. I gotta not, maybe not move so much today. But what I decided to do was, well, maybe there's a tension in me that I can work out, right? I mean, they call it a workout for a reason, but I didn't do the full on, you know, heavy resistance training. I just kind of followed my nose. Okay, well, there's certainly a lot of tension in my shoulder like having that camera on your shoulder it really throws off your natural symmetry so okay do some deltoid work right do some some neck rolls do some uh, shoulder rotations stuff like that there's a great exercise that you can do with a, a weight plate you can stand and lift it right up over your head like this really great for getting tension all the way out of the like all the way up the spine the neck the shoulders started doing that and you know I was using resistance bands and I was really targeting the upper body, started to lower back as well, the hips a little bit too, just a full body stretch more than anything and what I noticed was as I started to get more and more into this workout, I just was yawning uncontrollably and I'm not sure what that's a sign of, I was was having these gigantic like jaw paralyzing yawns and drooling, very bizarre but I have to tell you, after the workout, I felt physically much better and mentally much better. So after doing a little bit of research, I actually found that there's an interconnectedness in the brain between the circuits that are responsible for how we feel in our body, bodily sensations, and mood. So it got me thinking, how does my physical body, tension, pain in my body affect my mood? So I think this is this anecdote is important because it, it, it illustrates just how that physical tension Can affect the mood, and maybe this is kind of self-evident, but you may—I mean, it took me a while to realize it. Let's talk a little bit now about what we actually mean by physical tension. So, you know, as you know, muscles are made to contract and expand, contract and expand. But if, for whatever reason, because of the work you do, you're forced to hold your muscles in a certain way all the time without allowing them to fully expand, and just they're kind of always contracted, they're always tensed up. That does lead to muscle stiffness. Now, on top of that, and I'm guilty of this as much as anybody, poor posture. Or if the work that you're doing demands poor posture. I I knew somebody that worked for years uh, in like a customer service at a desk and they were where they sat and where they always had to be reaching. They were totally extending their lower back all the time, putting tension on that lower back just as it was necessary to do the work, but it led to a lot of lower back issues. Like I say, I'm as guilty of it as anybody, but sometimes, you know, the chin starts to go down, the eyes go down, the head goes with it, the shoulders come in, the back rounds. It's a, it's a mess and it's just, it's not a great way to be. In fact, it's it's one of those things where good posture sometimes feels like a struggle because if we're not used to it, you know, we're, we're working on muscles, we're putting muscles to work that aren't used to working that way. So to get that natural curve in the spine, get the shoulders back, chin up, eyes up, mouth closed, Tongue on the roof of the mouth for proper breathing. It's going to be a life's work for me in that case. But another thing I found very interesting too: if you're working in a stressful environment, and you know, working around monster trucks is certainly stressful in some regard. But let's say maybe you're in law enforcement, uh, medicine, whatever that looks like. Heck, it can be stressful enough to raise kids, I imagine your body is actually going to have that adrenaline response, it's going to have that cortisol response, and cortisol is the hormone that we produce in response to stress, and that leads to, that can lead to muscle tension, muscle contraction, and a general ill feeling throughout the body once those hormones have run their course. So, let me ask you now, do the demands of life, whether it's your personal life or your job, could this be leading to muscle contraction, poor posture or stress that affects your physical frame. And could this then be affecting your mood and emotions? Now the second anecdote I want to give, I'll give you a quick warning here. It is it does have to do with sexuality, so this is maybe more for the adult crowd. But what I noticed was that in times of sexual frustration or longing or desire for, you know, the comfort of a woman, let's say, I was noticing eventually, it took me years again, but when those thoughts would come and come and go, there would be a tension in my hips, in my groin, in my pelvic floor, around by the prostate. And I think a lot of times, and this could be the case for you as well, if you're struggling with a porn habit or a porn addiction, a lot of the time pornography is a response to some form, of, like pornography use is a response to some form of pain. We, we want to soothe, we want to kill that pain. Here's a case now where an emotional mental state was leading to physical tension, right? I had these thoughts, you know, happens all the time. You see an attractive person out in the world. You think, boy, I'd sure love to share a drink with them, so to speak. That, that enacts something in us that we can't, we really can't run away from. But here's the invitation to search yourself. Am I maybe throwing my brow? Is there tension in my face? Am I clenching up down there? Have I lost control of my diaphragm, my breathing? Here we're seeing an emotional stress response lead to the way we hold our physical frame. Okay, so with this in mind now, let's think. If it's not a case of your physical job putting strain on your body and leading to that mental and emotional outcome, could your mental and emotional state be causing you to perhaps have that bad posture, perhaps be clenching, perhaps have tension, or If it's so bad and you're having a stress response, you know, the adrenaline and the cortisol is flowing and you're going to feel those physical stimuli. So think about that. And let's now go forward to talk about some solutions. If this is the case, if that mind-body connection is a little bit out of whack, or if you're a little bit unaware of it, what can we do? So obviously, number one is to become aware of such a thing. You know, I was lucky that I sort of just had the inkling that maybe there was something going on in my body that I could work out and improve my mood. So that's the first step now. You've come across this podcast. I put the questions out to you. It's something that you can now work on becoming aware of. If you do a physical job, are you waking up some mornings just feeling not great? Are you dragging your ass through life? Could you maybe use a good stretch before you get to work? So that awareness then can fold into or lead to, let's say, planning. It's like, okay, now I know my job beats the hell out of me. I need to make time every morning to stretch or at night or both. You build that into your day. (sighs) Or if you're so inclined, you can do some resistance training like weightlifting or resistance band work. Really just find the places in your body that don't get to get that full expansion and contraction or where you're always bearing weight. Or if you're bent over a desk, bent over a shovel, bent over a guitar, whatever that looks like, that lower back's going to need some help, right? And not gonna, not going to spend a ton of time. I'm sure you can educate and inform yourself or just intuitively you can know how to stretch yourself in a way that's going to help you feel good. As well, deep breathing. So if we're having a stress response, a great way to sort of combat that is to take control of our breathing. Get the tongue on the roof of the mouth, chin up, deep breath through the nose that we pull from the diaphragm. Hold it a while and then push with the diaphragm out. Doing that as often as possible, that mindful breath control really, really helps with stress. What it's helped me do is open up my mind to the chain from the diaphragm down through the gut and then into the pelvic floor and just to really feel a release and a looseness there. There doesn't need to be tension in the body. I mean, sometimes there does, sometimes there doesn't. As often as possible, especially if your mood is telling you this, seek out that tension in your mind And use breathing when you expand the muscles, contract the diaphragm to exhale. You can start to become more in tune with the way stress sits in your body and how breath can help us alleviate that. And breathing, of course, leads to this general practice of what we call mindfulness, right? We're taking mindful control of our breath, but now we're actually going to be mindful of how we feel in our body. How is my posture right now? Where's my chin? Where are my eyes? Where's my tongue? Where are my shoulders? How am I sitting? How am I standing? How's my spine? All of these questions that, yeah, life gets busy, no doubt. Things take our attention away. But if our mood starts to go down, if our mood starts to tell us that something is wrong, even when supposedly or seemingly nothing may be that wrong, let's come home to the body and see what it's doing or what we're doing with it. And so, like I say, if it's physical tension that's leading to a bad mood, in a way that's kind of easy. We can just target that physical tension, stretching, breathing, Lifting, working out, doing resistance training, walking, all those things, letting the body naturally expand and contract if we've been kind of holding it in a way or stressing it in a way that it's sort of pent up. If it's emotional stress leading to physical tension, that can be a harder project, right? But surely if it's an emotional problem, it can hurt to also target the physical symptoms with all of those stretching, breathing. But... That's where things like journaling can come in handy, right? Start that journal and say, page one, I listened to this great podcast. And I realize now that maybe the way I think about life, there's things that stress me out. There's things I'm working on. There's things I want to improve. It's leading to me stressing out. And I carry that stress in my body. You know, recently, I found there was somebody who, you know, they talk a lot. And they're always talking to me. And I don't mind it sometimes. But sometimes I just can't stand the constant talking. And One time they were talking away and I noticed I'm clenching my fist. Like, was I getting ready to punch this person? I'm not sure. But it's little things like that, right? Where the tension that we feel, it has to go somewhere, I think. It it can't only live in the mind. It goes out into the body. Start that journal and say, look, I think maybe there's ways in which my emotions are leading to poor posture, clenching, not breathing properly. And then, of course, through that journaling, as you know, if you've listened to this show, that mindfulness begins, we can start to anticipate where and when that's going to happen and plan to work on it. I guess I would also add a quick line on the idea of gratitudes or affirmations or prayer. And really all that means, all that has to mean to you, it doesn't have to be about religion. It just has to be about making time to speak out loud. You know, if you're someone who, you don't have a ton of social contact or you don't like to speak, perhaps, make even five minutes at night to literally speak out loud what's going on. It sounds crazy, I mean, I make plenty of time to speak into this camera. (laughs) I encourage you to try that. If there's emotional stress in your life, things that you're working on, things that may be leading to physical tension, hey, just talk about it. Even if there's no one to listen, getting it out, hearing it, it's a start towards allowing that flow. And in just the way that our muscles need to expand and contract, the body does need to open up and put things out, close up and take things in. And we need to be, I guess making sure there's a balance of both. So I'll leave it there for now and I'll ask you again, is your job or your life putting a demand on your body? And if so, are you making time to recover from that, to stretch it out, to work out that tension? Or are emotional problems, mental problems, stressors in your life manifesting in the way you hold your body? And can you use some of these solutions to start working on them? Please let me know. Uh, Get in touch with me on Facebook, leave a comment on YouTube, a review on Apple Podcasts. You can even use the Q&A function on Spotify. I'll see it all. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know that this podcast is making an impact on your life or not. And until we speak again, please remember that better is possible.